we just want to open this week by letting you all know that uh, Josh and I fully, fully stand with the movement. We stand with Black Lives Matter. We stand with the protesters. And we both acknowledge that we have a platform and we're very fortunate to have a platform with this podcast. Mm -hmm. And we've been doing a lot of research and educating ourselves of how we can use this platform to be better allies. And um, frankly, I wish I would have started this research ages ago. I think we all should have started this research ages ago. Um, But we are both very committed to doing better going forward. Yes. Yeah. And I can speak for myself too, that I, it's, it's, um, on the one hand, embarrassing, on the other hand, motivating to, to, to put in the work and be an active ally. Um, whereas, you know, I think I had previously been relying on my friends of color to educate me, um, versus, you know, there's Google and books and lots of ways that I could have been educating myself. And so it's been, um, sobering, but also refreshing and, and good to take active steps towards allyship over the Absolutely. So then um, we'll get into the pod in a little bit, but we just want to point you all towards if you're looking for resources uh, on how to be a better ally and some really awesome Black-owned businesses and restaurants and artists and podcasts that we love, uh, there is a guide on our website, beingearnestpod.com. Josh, is that the website? Yeah, that is the website. And it's even in the main navigation, it's anti-racism, or you can just go to beingearnestpod.com slash anti-racism. And there's a resource guide there that some of our incredibly talented friends who are educators and activists, um, really we're so, we're so honored and, and lucky to have them in our lives and that they were willing to give time and emotional space to help us pull some resources together. Absolutely. And I also want to say that this document is not just something that's created for the moment. This is a living, breathing document. Um, if you have organizations or artists or people that you would like to add, just let us know and we would love to add them. Um, we will also be taking steps. Like we said, this needs to be an ongoing conversation, something that's permanently part of our lives, not something that's just a fad because it's what we're talking about right now. So as Josh and I kind of process the best ways that we can implement this into our podcast, we will absolutely be letting you all know. We also want to hear from you. So if you have ideas, um, if you have, you know, um, people that you would like for us to feature on the podcast or to interview or to highlight, um, that's kind of where my brain has been at lately. Like what are moments of, um, black joy that we can highlight in earnestness? I think that would be cool. So let us know. 100%. Um, also you may have noticed, um, on social media, we're doing some fundraisers for some of those really amazing organizations that are in that resource guide. Um, we have been fundraising for one in particular, it's called the Okra project. It's a really outstanding organization that helps black trans folk, um, get meals and resources. Um, they're really pretty, pretty awesome. So, uh, we have, and this is pretty amazing through, individual donations from you all a match and also you know this uh compliment fundraiser that you may have been seeing um you all have raised more than eight hundred dollars for that organization which is amazing um so also if you did not hear josh and i are doing a compliment fundraiser so if you venmo us five dollars at being hyphen earnest we will write you a compliment uh be sure to drop your instagram or your twitter handle or something in there so we can find you um and uh, if you are awaiting a compliment, honey, those are coming. I have to confess that I am 
I am very behind on these compliments. <laughs> they are coming. They're in the hopper. We have a spreadsheet. Josh We've got a plan. A I do love a spreadsheet. It's keeping us honest. Um, they are coming. And if you've seen any of the ones up to this point, who baby, get ready to cry. They're 10,000 words each. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, thank you everybody so much. Um, we, like I said, we fully stand with the protesters and we are committed to using this platform uh, for good on a permanent basis. Yes. And thank you for all your generosity and generosity moving forward. If you could be anything, why not be earnest? Ah, Doesn't it look like I'm a singer? It does. You're wearing... Are you wearing... uh, Paula, is that a... Folks at home, we are not in the same place. It's still the pandemic. Is this the pod? Are we? Uh, Is this the pod? Go ahead. I'm wondering what you're wearing because it does seem like you That's slayed a furry beast. <laughs> well, it's it's called a sweater. Sure. Have you heard? Uh, and then this is a, a shirt. Uh, well, I guess it's a dress. Mm. What yeah. are you wearing, Josh? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, I was going to start by telling you about a very earnest thing that happened to me yesterday. Ooh. So uh, recently I came into contact with owning a car. Came into and, contact with. <laughs> Recently, I've been experiencing life as uh, somebody who shares a car with her boyfriend. And uh, so we were like, oh, let's uh, zoom, zoom, beep, beep, go on a little drive. Because I had a really strict deadline, which meant I was like, what can I do? What's anything else? Yeah. And uh, we moseyed on down to Hyde Park, mm-hmm. uh, which is where the Obama family lives. Actively lives. Actively, their house is in Hyde Park. And uh, we were stand. David and I were standing outside, and there was this like lovely little family taking pictures, like taking turns taking pictures in front of the house. And it was like that was so cute. And then we were taking pictures in front of the house, and they were from Florida. And let's not talk about the ethics of traveling right now. Like let's just say like this was a really adorable little situation. Sure. And then uh, we were notified that we were taking pictures of a random house. <laughs> <laughs> and not and Random House, the publisher. Just no, a, not, not Obama's house. The Obama house is the one next door that has the massive gates and the sign saying protected by Secret Service. Oh, that would we have been a taking, clue, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, we were taking pictures in front of a pretty house. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk about the sincere and earnest topics of the day. Uh, topics of the day. So what's our topic this week, Paula? Wheels. <laughs> Wheels, sure. Um, I, I, does this come from the fact that you bought a car recently? Sure does. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, could you tell us a little bit, guys? Paint us the picture of your beautiful new ride. Silver. Sunroof. Ooh. I <laughs> know uh, it's just a little used car, but I'll tell you what. Uh, it, I, it really like uh, having all of a sudden having a way to get around uh, in the middle of a pandemic when you cannot get around is it makes you feel like you are like 16 years old and free. And it's also not just my car. I do share it with my, with my boyfriend, like I mentioned, but um, it really does give you that feeling of like, I can go anywhere at any time. (laughs) I can get as many groceries as I want. You would not believe. I mean, it's a, it's a brand new development uh, to be beep beep wheels girl. But um, 
I have been driving to places that would take me shorter to walk to. Really? Oh, <laughs> just to do yes. it? <laughs> just looking for errands to run. Just being like, let me do it. please." <laughs> I have been taking the car and being like, I'm going to drive through the drive through at McDonald's and get just a Diet Coke. <laughs> Paula's allowed to use a little bit gas every of gas every once in a while as a treat. Yes. <laughs> um, that, that to me is like, cause we didn't have drive-thrus, you know, I'm from such a small town in Minnesota that like the concept of doing a drive-thru fast food restaurant is still to me, the most glamorous thing that a human being can do. Really? Yes. And so to be able to do that anytime I want, Watch Luxury. out, world. Luxury. <laughs> Watch out, world. I'm coming around with a $1.11 Diet Coke. <laughs> I'll be back in three hours, staff members at <laughs> McDonald's, when I need another one. Three hours? Who am I? 20 minutes. <laughs> that thing's gone by the time I get out of the car. Yeah, the th- one person boosting up the U.S. economy in this pandemic is is Paula's gags. <laughs> $1 at a time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like when you're in a car, when you're in a new car like that, um, it's, there's a, like a setup onboarding piece of it. Right. Cause like you got to get the mirrors just right. And you got to get the seat just right. Yes. And you also have to be like, what goes in a car? Do you know what I mean? Like what words go in a car or like, I need to get a little thing of Kleenexes or in the car. Yes, exactly. Like, I know things need to be in a glove compartment so that I can, in three months, be like, where the fuck is this thing? And yes. rummage around in something. Yes. But you first need to put those things in there. Yes. Yes, exactly. So exactly. what if, how have you been setting up your, well, your car? I, Josh, my dad is a car guy. Sure. Capital C, capital G. Like, he is like, he knows everything about my car- cars. My dad is like, worked with cars forever. Um, and is like, you know that story about the guy on Reddit who started with a lentil and then traded up with a house? Like, he's just, like, was constantly trading things? No, I don't know this. I say it like it's an old, like, fairy tale. It was a man who wrote a book or was on Reddit or something where he started – or no, it wasn't a lentil. It was a paperclip. And uh, he he traded it up. So he kept trading for things until he eventually got a house. Really? Yes. That's and crazy. That's, like – that's the American dream. That's the a, American dream. Um the taxes for that paperclip. Um, but my dad is like that, but instead of trading up, he's just constantly like getting like a used vehicle and then trading it for a different used vehicle. Oh, really? He's just, yeah. So it's just very, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like the, the car economy in and of itself. It's It's, just rotating. He should host, uh, he should be click and clack hosting car talk. Um, but you know what he's told me, you always keep in your glove compartment. This is our earnest advice of the week. Nail clippers. Huh. You know, I actually just found a missing pair of nail clippers in my apartment. So Stick if you need them. Car. I, Paula, you know I don't have a car. <laughs> See, I came, in, I came in here with, with big bike energy that I've been like, over the past couple of days, I found a bike trail near my apartment that I didn't know existed that goes up to Evanston and like took a really nice bike oh, ride I over took, the weekend. I took that bike trail recently. The one off of Lawrence? It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. I had no idea it existed there. I'm going on two full years in this apartment and I've never taken it before. And I was like, oh, 
I'm really like working up my stamina. Like everything feels like it's totally bikeable. I'm doing like five mile bikes to go like do socially distant stuff. And then like you come in here with, with your, with your technology and your gas and your, and your engine. Okay. Okay. Let's not for a second act like I'm the bougie one of this podcast. Let's not even for a nanosecond pretend like I'm this fancy girl coming in. Like, shut it down. That's true. I did talk You're to someone about buying. Right. I did think about uh, buying a milk frother today and a matcha whisk. So I'll just I'll just shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What if I was like, because I, I I do um I do bike just an just an old used bike i'm not doing whatever josh is doing one of those 1900s ones with the big front wheel and the two little back wheels and he's wearing the cap a i'm on a regular bike, bike. I, the fact that you knew that name makes me know that it's true what if uh i actually like do really love biking um mm-hmm. that's how i normally get around but uh what if instead of meaning when i said i did that trail in the bike i meant i, I took the Drove. car yeah. <laughs> I just followed the bike path all along uh, the park. <laughs> Walking around with your, what do you call it? A Pennywise bike? Penny farthing, I think is I what it's called. I can't believe you know that. You know, it's. What are you doing? Doing that? Writing limericks about girls? <laughs> Riding your little bike with your little cap? Sure, maybe, but I also have no ability to read subtext in in SMS messages, so it's it's a trade off at a certain point. Snacking <laughs> on your bowl of cherries. Sure, yeah, cherries feel I'm a little fashion. Like snack, it feel, yeah. yeah, it does feel like you take that uh, off to the river. And cream. Yeah. <laughs> so, Paula, what is the weirdest thing that you know is going to end up in your car? Um, besides, I know that within a day, lipstick is going to end up smudged into all the seats. Sure. Round into it. Um, I... Because you have to kiss every part of your car. I do. It's part of the deal. Yeah. Well, I, I used to have a car when I was a reporter. Okay. And I trashed it. (laughs) Absolutely just garbage. Sure. (laughs) Filled with trash and... Filled with the very specific trash that comes from dipping a toe into sketch comedy. Uh huh. Only doing sketch comedy. Uh, diving headfirst into diving sketch comedy. So definitely had uh, a full styrofoam um, recreation of the Legends of the Hidden Temple uh, Silver Monkey. Yeah, 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 totally. So that lived in my car for a little bit. Sure. I mean, I don't know how much weirder it gets than that. Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing i know you and i are of of a similar mind in this you do a costume or make a prop once and you can't throw it out because when you might need it again i didn't spend 45 dollars on this spirit gum (laughs) (laughs) exactly um josh so i want to know what do you think is the strangest thing that everyone should have in their car that like people would be like why is this in your car but then it's actually useful great question thank you we wrote it before the pod I don't know if this is strange or not because we're both from cold places, but my parents were always like, you need a shovel in the trunk. That's not strange. That's logical. Yeah, that's logical. So then scratch that. Um, I feel like you need like three different types of mints Yeah. in the car. And I can see why it's logical to have one type of mint to be like, oh, sh- shoot, I'm going to a meeting. I need to like 
I just drank an entire Diet Coke in this car. I need to, or I ate like whatever in the car and I need to um, like freshen my breath. But I do think it's important to have multiple types of mints, like mints and gums and things like that for different purposes. Because there's sometimes where you want to do a chewing motion because there might be stuff stuck in your teeth and it might help you get that stuff stuck out of your teeth. Other times you need a longer lasting mint in order to like have it have more effect. Sometimes you want something you can just chew real quick uh, and it goes away like an Altoid that you can be, that you can You're be dealt chewing with. an Altoid? Do not- an Altoid is the equivalent of somebody taking burning acid and shoving it in your mouth. No, Altoids are great. I've got some no. literally right here, right here. Oh, Josh. I'm you showing know, you wait, on camera. Wait, Josh, look behind you. Mm-hmm. Look behind you. Do you see a garbage can? I don't. Dip those right in there. No. <laughs> No, I mean, Altoids are the, they're the most efficient breath There's freshener. There's no way. That, you know what they are? They are antifreeze. That somebody slapped some, it's not even powdered sugar. They slapped some powder on it and they said, these look minty now. They're aggressive and they're mean. So then what do you do to freshen your breath? First off, I always have perfect breath. Okay. Check yourself. <laughs> um, I love, I love it. I love a regular mint. I, love I wake a regular up every- mint. I wake up every morning extremely kissable. Always. Uh, <laughs> Josh, I use a regular mint. I use a mint that human beings want to eat. Well, like what? Like a Tic Tac? Sure, a Tic Tac. Uh, a different mint. There's a billion companies of mint. You're acting like there's two options. No. You're acting like there's three options. One, Altoid. Two, Tic Tac. I want to say Tic Tac. Two, a Tic Tac. Or three, chop off your tongue and call it a day. The world is filled with minty options. I will say, and this is actually on theme, I do like a lifesaver. It is oh, in like a wheel a shape. Yeah. My my grandmother, whenever we would go places, would always give us, like if we went to a show or something like that, she would always give us lifesavers. And it was oh. like the highlight of my time. I'm like, oh, we're going to a show and grandma's going to be there and she's going to give us a lifesaver. Ooh, And then yeah, it gets I'm- that weird like, because of how your mouth is shaped, like it breaks in one piece and then it's almost like you have like a tongue ring for yeah. a short amount of time. You feel very cool. Yeah, very a cool. A lifesaver is great. I just think that any type of wintergreen mint can go straight back to hell where it belongs. I agree with that too. I That's don't an like Altoid. No, they could be lots <laughs> of other types. I have a peppermint Altoid here. <laughs> okay, I don't like peppermint either. Okay, wow. Interesting. I like a beautiful spearmint. Really? Yes. Do you also like nature's candy? Yeah. <laughs> That's the I mean having a spearmint candy is the equivalent of riding a penny farthing bicycle. We've we've progressed no, in not. our You're, technology no, past spearmint. Spearmint's like I'm an original Wrigley brother. Double mint gums rules. I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one. <laughs> Every opinion you have is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I had your editing, so you decide if that's in or not. Do you know what I always keep in my purse that is, has come in handy. Everybody, when they see it is goes, why do you have this in here? And it always comes in handy. And I'm going to stick it in my car too. Uh, Like a, like a box cutter. No. (laughs) A knife. Uh, No. One of those confetti poppers. <laughs> Wait, uh, what? What? Yeah, 
Wait, I always Paula, keep you're my- gonna keep one in your in your car an enclosed space. Not a fire, not like a firecracker. Like no, no, no. I know, but still, it's gonna get confetti in between all the seats. Now you're picturing me using it in the car. Like I can't go to a place and be like, thank God I have this and walk out of the car. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm just imagining you like at a stoplight seeing someone you know in another car and just pulling the ripcord on it. Plus the confetti's like, it's not like little bits of confetti. You know, it's like that long paper. Sure. Yeah. It's a great, you know, it's so great. I remember like a friend got a job promotion once and I wasn't, I, you know, we like met for drinks and I was like, I'm prepared, but I wasn't pop. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. It'll come. It'll serve you. That is my earnest advice of the week. It will serve you again and again and again. I would say the other thing that I would say is bring a koozie with you. I can drink and drive. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Diet Coke. Cans of Diet Coke. Oh gosh. Yeah. You're drinking in a koozie while you drive. I don't have a car. I just mean like in my backpack, you never know when you're going to have a frosty bev Mm. and you don't want your hand to boil it. You know what I mean? You don't want to get that like wet hand, especially in the summer. You know how like drinks. Get get back on your Pennywise bike. (laughs) Pennywise bike being the the clown from it. Yeah. (laughs) You know what another kind of wheel is? What Paula? Wheel of Fortune. I I love Wheel of Fortune. I feel like I watched Wheel of Fortune every night as a child. Yeah, I feel like I did too. My grandma was a big Wheel of Fortune fan. Yeah, my I think my parents just had it on. My dad really liked Jeopardy. And honestly, an hour of TV that's back-to-back Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy, I'm realizing is kind of the ideal. It's a gift. Yeah, (laughs) truly, truly. Um... I do like it. People make such dumb decisions on that show. I love it when people like have most of the word figured out. And then they're like, I, I, I have no idea what this is. It's like, oh, uh, is it vitamins? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm garbage at that. Like trying to figure out what the word is based on the letters that are there. I'm like, okay at it with a crossword. But for yeah. some reason, just like seeing it on Wheel of Fortune, I'm like, honestly, I, I, if everything was at stake and you had to make me look at this, I would not be able to give you the phrase. No, I'm the exact, I'm the exact same way. It could say up of water and I'd be like, pop of water. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ride a mic. <laughs> but i'm dumb you're not dumb no you're not dumb thank you (laughs) um now paula i do want to pose (laughs) i do want to pose a hypothetical to you sure i think i know how to fix the economy in addition to you buying diet cokes all the time go on it is a getting rid of systemic racism and <laughs> uplifting people uh, who have been historically kept down. And B, what if you had to buy a vowel in real life? Whenever you wanted to use one. Whenever you wanted to use one. You had to have, it's like transportation where you have to like get a, you know, in Chicago we have venture cards and you get monthly venture cards and there's some benefits where you can get them tax free. But like to get it, you could buy 
up to like a hundred dollars of vowels or an unlimited pass every month. But that was the only way you could get vowels. Oh, so is it is it speaking or is it just writing and choosing the name? So like you could name your business XR TV, no problem. Sure. But if you wanted to name it XOR TV, I can't think of real words, but yeah. then and it's and it's all almost a radio station here in, in Chicago. Uh but then if you're like, I want to add a no to it, they're gonna be like 20 bucks. Yeah, I think it's either that or you can lease the vowels. So you're not actually buying the vowels because if you bought the vowel, it would imply that you could use that vowel. You'd only need to buy five or sometimes Y vowels yeah. in your life. And it's when like you, you get, have to buy you that. you the lotto, you buy the vowel. Yeah. Yeah, right. My worry is we're going to run into a Mr. Monopoly situation. Go on. Where Mr. Monopoly will own all the vowels. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Oh, so like Jeff Bezos at Amazon decides that he's going to buy the rights to all vowels. Yes. And now you need to use Amazon Prime to use vowels. Yes. This is an Amazon Prime original O. <laughs> and a little drone drops it off. Yeah, it's like, it's actually one more step on Sesame Street. You know how they're like, this episode brought to you by the letter A. It'd be like, this episode brought to you by the letter A. Brought to you by State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> and you could pay for rights to a vowel at that point. So Paula, I'd like to talk about um, maybe the most important song of ever. The Rebirth. wheels on the bus wheels on go the round bus. and round, round and round, round and round. Yeah. Um, um, I'd like to talk about some of the lesser known verses, though. So you, this is real, though, right? Like you have pulled up the verses. Yes. Uh, I am on the, I have Googled the word wheels on the bus. Um, and the first YouTube video has lyrics associated with it. And I'm going to read this quickly because uh, we all know, I think, the first little bit of this, which sure. is the wheels on the bus go round and round, round yes. and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round all through the town. I feel like it was all the live long day or is that Old no. McDonald? That's Old McDonald's? That's Old McDonald. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Wheels on the bus go round and round all the live long day. That's It's nuts. basically the same melody though, right? Go on. In DJ Earworm's Little Kids mashup of Little Kids songs, he's definitely mentioned these up. So I think the thing that I don't think I remembered was that we then go through all the other elements of a bus. Sure. So we talk about the wipers on the bus go swish, swish, We're swish. We're in the front. Yeah, the wipers on the bus are going swish, swish, swish. Uh, and that's that cool. That's a yeah, fun one. For sure. But it also, from context clues, we know that it's raining. So let's talk about the fiction of the world that this song takes place in. Yeah. A close reading of the text. That's good. So the wipers on the bus are going swish, 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 which means that there's certainly a storm a-brewing. Yeah, yeah. If there's enough precipitation. We don't know which precipitation. It could be rain. It could be snow. It could be sleet. But enough that we're impairing the vision of the bus driver. Sure. Um, next is the horn on the bus goes beep, beep, beep. I'm freaking out because the lyrics you have are different than me. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. But I'll allow it. I'll allow okay. it. Yeah. So the horn is going beep. Yes. That means that there is either a lot of traffic or something crazy is happening where the driver needs to be... <laughs> 
alerting people or getting people out of the way. So it only reinforces that there's a crisis. Afoot. It's speed. It's the movie Speed. This is bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't that is that the movie where the bus won't stop? Yes, where the bus has to go 60 miles an hour or else it blows up. I mean, honestly, well, okay, so here's the kicker here. The doors on the bus go open and shut. Something is wrong with the bus. Yes, okay? The FBI is getting on and off. That's why he's saying, beep, 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 get out of my way. Yeah. And then the other ones I have here are the driver on the bus says, move on back. Get back. Save yourself. Yeah, get back. So we're going to have impact. And I know that I am not going to make it out of this crash, but I need you all to try to save yourselves because it's Sandra Bullock and uh, it's Keanu Reeves, right? I think it's Keanu Reeves. Keanu, yeah. Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock and Dennis Hopper. They're going, move on back. Yeah, go get to the back of the bus. Make sure you're in uh, like collision position. And then the doors are opening and closing because they're with the people are tucking and rolling out. Yes, exactly. And then the babies on the bus say, wow, where, 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 which is like, again, chaos, pure chaos, pure chaos. This is not a safe bus. Yeah, this is a, it's kind of like um, <laughs> Ring Around the Rosie, where it's really just dark. Ring Around the Rosie is about the plague. Is it actually? I feel like I read an article that debunked that. Um, I mean, Josh, look, I, I it's been a while since I got my thesis in Ring Around the Rosie. Yes, yeah, this is true. This is true. I'm sorry. I'm, I am, oh God, this is me questioning the foremost authority on Ring Around the Rosie again. <laughs> uh, if I'm known for one thing. Um, you know, you know what my ideal version of Wheels on the Bus would be? What? The people on the bus are not speaking. <laughs> <laughs> the people else. on the bus don't sit by me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets up before their stop to make room for the people <laughs> getting on. <laughs> the people on the bus use headphones instead of the external speakers. <laughs> yeah. I could take this call, but I'm gonna wait. Till I'm off because I'm a human. <laughs> <laughs> the people on the bus respect my space. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people on this bus, so move back. We're all crowding in the front. Move the fuck back. <laughs> it's all rush hour and we want to go home. You know the craziest part of the wheel? The craziest part of this whole wheel journey we're on. This wheelie big journey. Of some... <laughs> I was going to say wheel of life, but that, what a, what a joke. <laughs> really big journey. Uh, is that someone somewhere quote unquote invented the wheel? Uh-huh. That's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I can tell you, I wasn't there when they invented the wheel. Sure. Okay? Cause I was born last year, but <laughs> fully formed, fully formed. Uh, but I can tell you exactly how that went down. Okay. Let me let me paint a picture. Close your eyes. Open your eyes. The wheel's been existing. All the cave people are aware of the wheel. The wheel is part of their life. Like, maybe not, like, formally acknowledged. Like, maybe you're not going to the store and buying a wheel. But, like, we have the wheel. You know? Like, we know about it. And then in comes Jerry. Mm-hmm. And Jerry goes, guess what, guys? Look what I invented. And he he takes out a wheel. And it's probably, like, a little different than what they've all been using. But, like, it's the same thing. 
Mm-hmm. It's like he made it like a little thicker. Sure. And Jerry knows a lot of people in high places. And now everyone has to pretend like he invented the wheel when they know damn well. And he makes, he, you know, the real, the first name of it was the Jerry. Mm-hmm. And then it was the Jerry's wheel. And it's like, it's not his wheel. Guarantee you it was a dude. Yeah, it's definitely not his wheel. He appropriated it from people who have already been making wheels for centuries. Yeah, and now he's on Shark Tank. He's on, you know, whatever. A literal be. Shark Tank. <laughs> Rock Tank, whatever. Being like, this is my invention. It's not even close to yours, Jerry. Grunk, Grunk Cuban wants to invest 15 rocks. Also, you're exactly right. I could have picked any caveman name. And I was like, Jerry. <laughs> but we know caveman he's a name. Jerry. You Crunk, know what I mean? Bunk. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is that? Uh, what is the thing that like entrepreneurs always say? They're like, we're disrupting the industry. Yeah, disrupting. Yeah. Th- we're disrupting the, I'm disrupting the rock industry <laughs> and you not rock and roll. You know, he said that. Now, um, Paula, can I, um, you know, I had really thought, I started this by saying, Paula, what's your favorite simple machine? And I'm realizing that a wheel is not a simple machine, because <laughs> it's just a wheel. Um, but let's just keep talking about it. What's your favorite simple machine? Well, uh, what it, I need you to define a simple machine. Sure. There are, si- there are five simple machines. The lever, the inclined plane... The wedge, the pulley, and the screw. I guess I guess one might say that I'm an inclined pulley kind of girl. Oh wow, you're mixing two? Wasn't that what you said? Incl- inclined plane or pulley? Inclined plane. I'll be an inclined plane kind of girl. And the most wonderful thing is you could tell me right now, five billion dollars build an inclined plane, and I would go, keep don't even bother writing the check because I will not I don't know. Mm, got it. It's a ramp. Oh, I still, I agree with you. Inclined planes are freaking slap. That slaps. That's a good one. That's a good name. It is. I'm glad we settled this. What would you pick? Mm, I'm big on inclined planes. I also like pulleys a lot. You're quote, big on inclined planes. (laughs) Put it on my tombstone. Big fan. Yeah, because it lets you, uh, you know what I mean? It just, it's just helps raise things up. It's always positive. Yeah, that's true. It's a being earnest way. Yeah. We're an inclined plane kind of podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to being earnest, a very inclined plane <laughs> podcast. Did I say podcast? Um, my brain is broken. We all are. Don't worry. I think that's going to do it for I us. I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening again for another week. And again, like we said up top, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of your generosity. Um to the okra project again they're doing really amazing amazing work providing meals and resources to black trans folk um yeah and we're continuing that uh we're continuing that fundraiser for at least a little bit longer um so if you would like to be a part of it uh venmo is five dollars at being hyphen earnest uh send us your username as well because we are we're stalking you uh if you're waiting on your compliment honey it's coming and it doesn't have to be a compliment for you. You can also request no compliment. We've had a couple of people do that, but you can also compliment someone else. We had a birthday compliment go out, uh, kind of like a singing Valentine's kind of situation. Um, yeah, we had a cat. We had Prince. 
Uh, really, whatever you want. It's time for our signature segment, Earnest Moment of the Week. I've got an earnest moment here from one of our listeners, Emily. Go on. Hi, Emily. All right. So my friend's... So Emily says, my friend's daughter turned six years old and set a goal for her birthday to ride her bike for 10 miles. Oh my God. As a surprise, her parents invited other families to sign up to stand at each mile mark with cowbells and signs to cheer her on. <gasps> Finally, we all met on a baseball field, spread out and sang happy birthday to her at the finish line. She oh. was so proud of her accomplishment and so happy to have people come and celebrate with her in this way. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. That is so sweet. <gasps> it's sweet. It's safe. And also, this kid is going to win the Tour de France. I was just going to say 10 miles. I know. I I biked seven miles one way the other day and was like, oh, man, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I bike 300 miles a day, but only as a little light exercise. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that is amazing for like any adult human being to be like 10 miles. So that's a child that's wild. Yeah. Amazing. Really amazing. And just like such a fun way to use the constraints of us needing to be socially distant and continuing to need to be socially distant, despite the fact that some things are starting to open up. Um, and, but like making that a joyful experience for that child. That's amazing. Yeah. It's very sweet. It's very adorable. Thank you as always to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. Uh, she is at RB cruiser on Instagram. Uh, and thank you for our amazing theme song to Dylan Dutch. He's at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. We want to hear your earnest moments, uh, your suggestions for topics, say hello, anything you want. Uh, reach out to us anywhere at, at being earnest pod. Uh, we're on all the social media except LinkedIn. Uh, you can also email us at, at being earnest pod at gmail.com. I'm going to make us a LinkedIn. So that we can put it on our LinkedIn resumes. I'm going to endorse it. <laughs> <laughs> and until next week, try to enjoy the weather socially distantly and take a nice ride on your big wheeled bike and eat a bunch of cherries by the lake. Penny Barber, you can borrow it from Josh. I don't have one of these bikes. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Have a good week. <laughs>